hi guys and welcome to today's episode so today i'm going to talk about um marriage marriage is a formal union of two people as partners in a personal relationship also known as wedlock or matrimony that establishes rights obligations between these people as well as both families but what will make such a beautiful thing called marriage to be broken like this is a question i ask a lot of persons like most of my friends that get married because i've i've, I've really come to believe that the main reason the main reason why you go into marriage is also one of the main reason why you step out of marriage or you get divorced but i had a discussion with um a friend the other day and we came up with series of reasons why um partners might split up after the most beautiful wedding ever and everything so today i have a guest who we are going to discuss marriage with and she's here with me welcome to the ugly truth podcast okay thank you very much my name is vivian yachit dashi i'm here to talk about failed marriage because i was once there but now i'm out marriage is a beautiful thing i only see that nobody gets into it because the person wants to get out but sometimes you can't just help it because maybe mentally physically and emotionally you're drained but my i think the cause of my failed marriage was lack of communication before we go into the failed issue let's talk about what is marriage like what was it to you what were you thinking when you decided to take take that bold step into it what were you thinking marriage like i said is a beautiful thing yeah. When you're in love with someone, you want to spend the rest of your life with the person. Yeah. And I think that's marriage. Marriage is love. Because if you don't love the person, you can't think of going into marriage with that person. One. And then two, when you love someone so much, you always want to be around the person. And I feel marriage, like they said, is the end story for love. Because love is marriage and marriage is love for me. But mine, unfortunately, did not work out because I am not sure we fell out of love. I'm not sure what happened. I can't really tell, but I just think so many issues. But the key point that broke up was lack of communication because we were not talking. We don't talk. We don't communicate. We don't. We don't do anything. We're always arguing. We're always fighting. And like they said, there's no relationship without communication. So yeah, the other day we had a discussion and we said doing the list of um, reasons why couples break up like infidelity money lack of communication constant argument mm-hmm. weight gain lack of intimacy abuse or not even being prepared for the marriage itself yeah sometimes sometimes not being prepared is not the one because you can't be prepared for those kind of things you know what you're going into but like i said lack of communication infidelity depends what really and what's your priority but for me, like I always say, is um, lack of communication. I think lack what, of what what brought up the lack of communication when when people were dating, you we, guys were not communicating. You know, you know, this head change is the constant thing. Of course, and, of and course. mostly you hear people talk about he changed after I married him. She changed after I married her. It's always like that because this person maybe when you guys are dating, when you guys are courting, there are things you hide from each other or there are things you don't exhibit because maybe the person has already shown you his or her true color. Sorry, I'm going to cut you here. Sorry. Okay. Now, why did you really get married? Because I loved him. And you saw yourself spending the rest, the rest of, of my life with him. 
Yes. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Mm. So how long were you married before okay. the whole divorce thing? I was married for three years. Three years? But That's a long time. Yeah, but the three years was not really like three years because we were not always together. I okay. Was still in school and it's only when I'm on vacation that I go back to the house and everything. But I think that was what caused the issue because even when we were apart, communication was the only thing we had. But we hardly talk. Like they said, what you care for, you take care of it. But there was no communication, there was no intimacy, there was nothing. We didn't have issues over infidelity, we didn't have issues over money, we didn't have issues over anything. But our issue was mainly constant arguing, constant argument, lack of intimacy, everyday fighting. We fight over everything because I guess he has daughter, which he feels is a normal thing, and you're supposed to accept whatsoever it is that he, he do because he feels whatever it is you're supposed to understand and yeah. him is not supposed to understand and then when it comes to your own case he doesn't want to even talk about it okay he does things that you're not comfortable with you're not okay with you're not fine with and you want to talk to him about it like hey i'm not okay with this you won't even pay attention and like they said too much of everything is bad you keep accumulating anger and it's not nice because when you don't communicate you don't get to know what that person is going through okay and when you don't communicate there's no point and I guess we had issues of trust or something, but not like anyone has ever seen anybody with anything. I've not caught me cheating, he hasn't caught me cheating or anything. But then I it think that the trust fear of, yes, the fear of me being apart from him was always an issue for him. And so that was the origin of all the problems. I don't know. It wasn't the origin of all the problems. I think it was just when we start having issues that one thing leads to another. That he starts thinking like, okay, maybe I'm getting distracted. But I start feeling like maybe he's getting but those were just mere assumptions the assumptions because there was no proof there of was anything yeah so i just feel they were just mere assumptions and sucks because there was nothing to show for it so on, on your own part there, mm-hmm. were, there was no change like you didn't change after getting married on your own part maybe i changed but because what i expected was not what i was getting when I got into it, I felt marriage was supposed to be smooth, we were supposed to be friends, we were supposed to be lovers, we were supposed to be brothers, we were supposed to be sisters, brothers and sisters. But then I realized everything I imagined in my head is not just there. Like the, 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 the vision friendship you had for your yes, marriage no, was not Yes, the vision I had for my marriage was no longer there. The friendship I longed for, I wasn't getting it in him. Um, the intimacy was no more there. And I think I started complaining at some point. And he felt I was nagging because I had to tell him how I feel because everything that was happening I wasn't comfortable with it. Like, okay, how will I be in a relationship with you? How will I, how will I be in a marriage with you? And then we don't talk, we don't gist, we don't do anything. Come on, it's not like we're in a soldier parade or something. <laughs> <It> must stand. Students. <laughs> students. So we we are couples, we meet, we spouse. So yeah. everything that has to do with me has to do with you. Your happiness is my happiness. If I'm not happy, trust me, you will not be happy. If you're not happy, trust me, I won't be happy. So everything that affects you affects me. But when we try to talk about it and you feel like, okay, it's your problem, me, I'm no, I'm okay with it. I don't care how you feel, then it becomes a problem. Because you're supposed to put your spouse first. Whatever it is you do, you wait. If it's going to affect the person positively, or it's going to affect, affect the person negatively. negatively yeah. yeah. But when you don't think, I just feel whatever you do is acceptable, then it's wrong. 
So I feel that was where I changed because I always want to make him understand like, hey, this thing you're doing is not nice. And you have to admit that this thing you're doing are not nice. But he always tried to make me feel like, that's your problem. That's where you see it. Deal with it. Deal with it. And I wasn't okay with it. So I, I guess that was my own reason or that was my own starting point because I, I felt I changed because I became aggressive. Maybe the way I handled it or something. I, I lost it at some point because I was tired of being quiet. You know, all the time you feel okay, let me just let it go. Maybe it will end. Mm. But then another thing will happen and then you trigger back, back the memory of what happened and then you, you, you now start fighting the one that happened plus the one that is happening now. <laughs> so it becomes a problem if you're like that. So, just... so um, marriage is not just between two persons. Yeah. Like husband and wife. No, it's beyond that. It's about both families coming together to make one big family. Yeah. So when you started having these issues, what did your family and his family say? Like they both extended families. You see, what what were their own opinion? Did they try to come in to talk to you people, advise? Okay, this is it. Because typically in Africa, they'll tell you uh, it's not good. They say divorce is not an option. Mm. Like you have to endure, 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 endure. That word endure. So they keep saying it. So what did the extended family do to try to like bring you guys back together? Like they always tell you, even. The pastors, the reverend fathers, whosoever it is that wants to know will tell you marriage is between the two of you. Families are external. Mm-hmm. It's where you feel you can't handle it. That you go back that to you them. go back to your family. Okay, now, he doesn't pay attention to you. He talks to his family. He tries to convince the family, telling them the problem is you. And now, like um what they say even the bible says you leave your father your mother and, and cleave to someone yeah. else so that means the union is just between the two of you yeah it is it is yes. in, in like a way you, that yeah, it I is understand. in a way that but i'm just telling you like it's between the two of you mm-hmm. so if you cannot iron it out within the two of, the you, two of you you can and then you start adding extra forces okay i might go to his mother and tell her a different thing based on what i feel or based on what I feel he's doing, mm-hmm. okay, he might go to his own mother and tell her a different thing based on what he feels I am doing. Yeah, true. Yeah. Then now when we bring, when they bring us together to talk, maybe he said something like, "Oh, was not correct," or maybe I said something that he didn't even do out of anger, you know, blah 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 blah. Then the mom now tried to talk to us. Sometimes it can get disrespectful because you try to talk back. Sort of yeah, arguing at the same time in front of the mother and all that. But me, I tried talking to his people. I did. Several days I tried talking to his people, but I realized they were not helping matters. Rather, they were making it worse. They would just pay attention to me after everything. Nothing changed. And I felt okay. If nothing is changing, let me see if I can handle this myself. Because I tried talking to his own people to see if they can come in and try to settle us. Maybe he will pay attention to them more. That he pays to me, but you know, not still working. So I now feel why the headache like life is too short to be stressed properly. You know, there are things that are worth it, but I felt at some point now my was not worth the fight. Wow, yeah, wow. But at least you did try to save it yeah, by yeah, talking I, to I, people. I tried, I tried, I tried. I prayed over it, like they said, you tell you pray, you'll change, do this one. I did everything possibly because they feel a woman. Is the builder, you know? Yeah, true. You, you true, do everything true. for your marriage. The man is just there, you know. You pray for him, you cook for him, you do everything. His own is just to come home. You still make him happy and all that. But when you just think about your own life, is this person worth the sacrifice? Because 
I can't just it can't just be one-sided, you know. Yeah, you're doing everything possibly to see it work, and then the other person is just not trying at all. Doesn't encourage So how how is the divorce process going? We just we just separated. We've been, we've been quite for like a year, so for now we just separated. So I think I'm gonna see for divorce soon. Will he accept it? It's it's not a question. No, it's not a question because the problem is not him accepting it. The problem is me serving him to be up with us. So it's left for him even if he accepts it. He doesn't accept it. That one is his own problem. For me, I just I just want to get my head straight. And when I'm ready, I'm going to do that as soon as possible. Wow, this you know, in, in this society, they'll tell you divorce is not an option. Mm, I'm not after and... society. I'm not <laughs> online, so. Yeah, true, yeah. true, true, true. Anything that makes you happy, makes you calm, and put in a better place is all what we are looking for but right now right now what how how do you feel, I feel Af- after you left the whole uh, thing how do you feel right now i feel very comfortable like i feel happy i feel myself all over again like i now realize i was actually real like i was taking the whole of my energy i lost myself in the process of trying to save my marriage i lost everything Academically, I wasn't doing okay because I was still in school. And my relationship with people were cut off because I felt like I needed to concentrate on my marriage and everything. But right now, I'm everywhere. Like, I feel okay. I can get to wherever I want. I can still be with my family. I can still be with my friends. Even his own family, I still talk to them. You know, because we're still friends with people around. I still want to be friends with them. Like, I still talk to them. I still see them some, sometimes. Like, but for now, I feel very okay. I feel like this is the real me. Like, this is the new me. And I'm enjoying every bit of it. Like, I don't have any regrets. I don't have anything. It felt, it was not meant to be. It's okay. I don't, I don't feel anything about society, the religion, stuff, whatever it is. It's not my problem. My problem is my life. And now I have it all back. So, I'm just grateful. Maybe there's a blessing on this guy. I don't know. Maybe. So, um, <laughs> so it was a blessing in disguise. <laughs> no one. <laughs> so, what would be your advice to young people from your own perspective of the whole marriage thing? You know, you know, these days, these days, this my present generation, lots of young ladies they just want to get married. Yeah, they just want to put on the white dress and put on the diamond yeah. ring, the gold ring, yeah, or whatever. That's the it's always about diamond. You know, you know, go, you know, go my, you didn't even have rings that are diamond or gold or something. But it's not all about that, you know. Like they said, it's not all that they have is gold. Yeah. Women these days are after the marriage, the wedding, sorry, not the marriage, because they, they look at the social media, they see all those stuffs happening, and they feel like, oh, in their head, like, oh, mine is going to be perfect. Like, after I got married, after some time, yeah. there was this wedding I went for, and we were there just in, like, um, three of us were married, and the other two were single. So, when we were talking, the lady beside me now said, oh, she wished she can talk back the end of time. I'm like, why? She said, you may think she she did when she was not getting married. Kind of thing she did, like buying things that were not necessary, spending money on things that she did, doesn't yeah. even make any sense yeah. like that. Or because she wasn't prepared for the marriage, was only prepared for the wedding. And after she got married, she saw hell because financially they were broke and every, you know, like that. So she felt 
she wouldn't have done so many things that she did when she was about getting married because she would have saved the money for yeah. bringing the then the other single girl beside us now started shouting that hey, that's the problem with those married young um, people girls that we feel we know all and we'll keep discouraging the other side. I was like, no. The truth is, they said if you don't know, you won't know how it hurts. We've been there, we've passed through that way. So we're telling you now that okay, you're not seeing the aftermath of this thing. You're only seeing the day, like, oh my god, I'll buy this one, I'll do this one, I'll do that one. Ah, oh, my wedding's gonna be perfect. This one, but there's no one like perfect marriage because there's something that's always missing. And after the whole thing, you go back home with nothing. You're on zero. Some days you don't even have food to eat. Like, okay. Because you spent everything for the wedding, not the marriage. And now the real thing has begun. And you don't even know how to go about it. So she was like, ah, she, she doesn't care if it's her own. She has said it, whatever she wants to do, she'll do. I was like, fine, it's okay. But trust me, you'll get to this street after the marriage and then you'll still be here. Talking about it, we wish someday we'll meet and then you tell us some advice. You guys prepare. Marriage is very sweet, like it's a beautiful thing. Like I said, love when you love someone, you always want to be with the person. And the end line for love is marriage. But be careful what you wish for because sometimes just sit and wish for things that we don't even know, maybe hurt. But because we feel in our head that's what we want, we fantasize on things, our visions of life, and everything. You just see like it's so perfect, so beautiful. But marriage is beyond that. It's all about patience, commitment, communication. Be ready to accept whatsoever, whatsoever. If you're ready, I think you you go a long way. Because for me, for me, I feel man was not really worth the sacrifice because I really Why do you keep saying that? Why do yeah, you keep because, using that word? Because, you because keep using he, that word. He did not make any attempt on his own he part. Yes, he didn't try not, any he attempt. Any attempt to make it work. I can't do it alone. I cannot. It's not possible. Maybe he wasn't ready or he was just. If he was not ready, why did he propose to you? I don't know. Maybe he was just. What what really attracted you to him as at that time? That 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 made you to accept his proposal Ah, for the marriage? He was a perfect gentleman. Like I said, be careful what you wish for. I thought he was a gentleman. I, I like calm, cool, you know, like that. And he appears to be everything. That's what I said. Okay, maybe I changed that, pushed him, but there's no smoke without fire. Something yeah. will definitely trigger whatever that is happening. And and I realized, okay, we're always having issues. And okay, let's talk about this. And I wasn't ready. For three years, I was struggling, pain, emotionally, financially, physically. I wasn't okay. And then you're not seeing anything wrong with what you're doing. Then you're the problem. You if you really have me at heart, you should always have my interest at heart. Okay, this person is not happy. Let me know what's going on. But anytime I try, even when I try, I drop my pride and everything. Try talking to him like, okay, this thing is not working. It's not going the way it's supposed to be. Okay, can we just try and make it work or something? He'll be like, please, I'm ready. Please, no, no, please. I'm tired. Please, you know, all the time. Yeah, I got tired. Like, I can't be doing this all the time, and I, at some point I became aggressive because if I try to talk to him and he doesn't respond, I'll just start shouting, you know, because I need to just voice out my anger. Just wanted to be heard. Frustration here. Yeah, just want to be heard. Just... Reminds me of um, <laughs> reminds me of of, of um, an argument one time when mm. a friend, two friends were arguing. Mm. So the guy was like, "Why are you always shouting?" <laughs> the girl said. Because I want to be heard, and you are not even I'm shouting, you're not hearing me. <laughs> yeah, I want to be heard, so you were just shouting to be heard. Yeah, 
thing that was what I was doing. I was just shouting to the head, but still, like the girl said, yeah, it's not hearing me. So I think he's going to hear when he sees the divorce papers. Maybe he'll hear. He'll hear. Yeah, sure, he will. He will. <laughs> he will hear that yeah. part <laughs> because I'm sure he's not expecting ah, it. He, he don't, he's not even expecting it anytime soon. But I want to serve it as soon as possible because right now I need to move on with my life and start all over again. But I feel I'm still tied down with someone and. You want to be free? I want to be free. I can't just be everywhere. I can't just do anything because I just, well, I just think it's in my head. Like, just in my head. I just, I just feel I need to be free, sure. So, it's not just in your head. You signed the papers. So, you need to undo what you did. Yeah. By then, that's when you'll be mentally free. Free, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Another thing. So, I have to do that. I need to be free. So let's go back to the advice the young people get in mind. People like us. Yeah, I <laughs> people said like it. us. I said it. I said you guys need to be very patient, you know, tolerant and talk, communicate, you know. Be patient. That's the keyword, you know. Because when I was getting married. Thank God you didn't say endure. <laughs> Thank God you didn't say the word endure. Because you, personally I dislike that word. That was because endure. people say it a lot, especially when you want you know, if you go back to our hometown, you want to get those old aunties, those old women. I'm, I'm just coming to, to advise you. Yeah. When I was getting married, my mom was on the phone. You have to be patient. That's the only thing, you know. Endures everything that happened. Marriage is no bed of roses. Oh, she was saying all the manner of things she was saying. I said, okay. But do you know what she told me? She said, you're not paying attention. Because what's in your head right now is not even the advice I'm telling you. What's in your head is what's in your head. So I want to tell you one thing. Marriage is not your divorce. You have to be prepared. And that's what I said. That what endures like you said. It means whatsoever he serves. You have to accept it. You have to take it. Whatsoever he brings to the table, you have to take it. Whatever he brings home, I won't take it. Marriage is 50-50, like I said. Your happiness is my happiness. I cannot be sad and you'll be happy. It's no normal. It's no, it, it doesn't even happen. I can't be sad and you'll be happy. I can't be happy and you'll be sad. It doesn't work like that. Because it affects the both of us. Because we matter to each other. Now, there was a day he looked at me and he said, Your happiness depends on you. You're the only person that can make yourself happy. I said in this case, in this scenario, it's like it doesn't work like that because I can't come home and you're crying and you ignore him. For example, and I went and start blasting music and I start dancing like oh, everything is cool. Everything is cool. Yeah, that's like me. Yes. Yeah. So you can't tell me I can. I am the only person that can make myself happy. I would definitely want to know what is wrong with you. And trust me, one way or the other, it start affecting me too. Because if you're moody, I'm definitely gonna be moody. Moody, yeah. Yeah. But if I should come and make you happy, jumping. But even if you're sad and you come back and yeah, make you happy, I mean, yeah. it should trigger you to be happy too. Because you want to know, okay, why is it? Oh. What was this guy happening about? <laughs> and then maybe something excited. Oh, then you try to be like, oh, are you okay? So no. You say, don't worry. You know, we we'll talk about this later. Let's just enjoy this moment. You know, there's a way you can just pack up things up. Like, okay, let's just enjoy this moment. Ah, don't worry, we'll talk about it. But him is not like that. He'll come home, whatever it is that you're doing, even if your side, even if your face is like a balloon, even if you're looking, <laughs> you'll just pass straight to the room and just lie down. And pretend as if he's not even seeing what is going on. Now, out of the anger, you'll be like, ah, 
especially supposed to at least ask me what's going on with you why are you like this and he doesn't care so how will you be on the same bed with someone that doesn't even give a heck about you you're shivering in the night you're being cold in the night you, you, you're sick in the night and he's dead lying down he doesn't even care to ask what is going on with you I feel like, you know, so many things went wrong, We can't just comment on this. I feel like I'm not ready again. I'm not ready for that. To go that way. So, my advice for young girls your question um, patient, tolerant. Let me add the word endurance. <laughs> Please don't add it. <laughs> Uh, there are things you have to endure, but not everything. Yeah. That's why I don't always advise. But I think in, in everything, personally, but, but I the think... the patient, what I'm talking about yeah. is you hold on and be hopeful. And that's the word. Me, that's patience for me. You hold on and be hopeful. Like, okay, let me see what happens. Now that he's angry, today, maybe tomorrow he'll be fine. Yeah. Then you give yourself hope for like tomorrow. If he's okay, we'll talk about it. That's why I said patience. Then I have my daughter, that patient that you were talking about, you want to write it to. <laughs> the patient is everything for me in marriage, or because I think that's the only thing that yeah. defines marriage for me. Because yeah. if you're not patient, you can do And make communication. Yeah. If you don't pay to say that. if he doesn't pay attention to you, don't do it. Don't do it. My aunt will ask me, ah, you put into you didn't notice all those things before you. I have seen couples that are courted for 15 years. My neighbor, she started going out with her boyfriend when she was in SS1. She finished that, she went to university, she finished it, her MSc in the UK, she came back, they got married. They didn't last for three months. Yeah. So when someone asked you, you, don't, you didn't see all those signs. There will, there will definitely be signs. And there will be some you will ignore because you feel you can tolerate it. Yeah. Do you sure. understand? Sure. Yeah. Don't tell me it's everything that you notice that you're going to say no. To an amazing man because you feel he has small flaws and uh, you know so you feel there is some that you feel you're going to tolerate but the ones you're going to tolerate shouldn't be more than the ones you're going to accept because once that one so that's the end of it it doesn't work so some pretend because they feel they should show you your um, their real color you're, you're not going to accept the proposal but know? on his own part you don't think he was pretending right i think he was he was he was the perfect pretender yeah because the picture he portrayed when we were going out was a different thing I saw when I was in there. How long did you guys portray? I think we recorded for some time, for like a long time. Like a year? Two years? Seven months? Six months? We recorded for like um, two years, six months. That's a long time to, yeah. to, to play pretense. Yes, so. But we're not always together. We're not in the same because time. I remember one time we were having this discussion off offline like this. Linda said something about um, you were everywhere. Like he was projecting you no, everywhere. No, that was when we were about getting married. Okay. That was when we were about getting married. Like you know, um, when we were going out, we were in the same place. You know, he was in the place, and I was in the place. So we talk. He was an amazing person. We talk all the time. You see, that was the problem. We talk all the time with G's, we talk on phone for a very long time. We're always talking to each other, but when we got married, it wasn't like that. Even when I'm in school, he doesn't even come. You know, how are you? Okay, how did you wake up today? How are you doing today? Are you okay? How was school? He wasn't doing that. When we're cutting, he was every in the morning. The first thing I get in the morning was a call from him. And at night, during the day, all the time. What happened? There was there acting. 
Stylishly, acting. I was like, when we know my own, we just just my life. I told him, I said, ah. there was a, there was this period we had issues when we were preparing, as in, we we arguing about the wedding gown I was gonna wear. He said he wanted me to wear a straight a fish gown on me. I said I wanted a bowl gown, you know, like that, like that. So one thing to another, I said shouting on each other, and I hung up for him. He called me more than one million times. He said he's sorry. He keeps saying me, I tell you, did everything. But when I got married to him, he has never accepted the fact that he was wrong in any way. I said, hey, this is my wedding. There are things I'm supposed to, to choose for myself. It's not everything. And he said, yeah, you understand that. I told him, sorry. When we got married, he said, whatever, he's a man. Oh, the headmaster's syndrome. Yes. <laughs> he's a man and he doesn't, he doesn't go wrong in anything. He makes his choice and his stands, you know, like that. And I was like, so what am I doing here? You should go and look for a slave so that you'll be the king. Because I can't be here and be doing a slave and king relationship with you because we're in marriage. <laughs> so it doesn't happen like that. So, you see, people change because... Maybe he was looking for my attention or he was looking for the um, whole thing to be smooth. Let me just get in there and just he's sure that okay this person is here now, she's not going anywhere. That's when he started displaying his own real self because I remember there was a day I was jokingly asking him like, okay, are you okay? Why are you like this? You've changed. I remember when we were going out, he used to call, you to do everything. And he jokingly told me in broken English like, person they do campaign if you win an election. You know those kind of words. And you, mm. know, you know they said out of the abundance of the God bless you. So, it's, it's, it's I think that was what he did. All the campaign he was doing was just to get me to win the election. Yeah. After he won the election, now after he won the election, chairman countdown. Yes. <laughs> so he can do whatsoever he wants and get away with it. And I'm not, I'm not okay with it because don't start what you cannot finish. Maybe those were my reasons why I got married to him. Like, ah, this guy is remorseful. Or like, if he's angry or if he hurts you, he because there are people that doesn't even accept that you're hurt. The facts that they're that, wrong. Yeah, they are wrong or you're hurt or something or what they didn't know. But he, for the fact that he is able, or he was able to accept that ah, I'm wrong, I'm sorry, you know, don't say it this way, don't do this. Then after I got married to him, everything changed. Like, hey, you're wrong. And then he be like, I'm not wrong. Deal with it. That word alone kills you. How will I be hot and you tell me I should tell you? How? And you knew what you did was wrong. People change, yeah. Maybe he feels I was cool and calm. He used to tell people that I was a very calm girl. I was a very quiet girl when he met me. But when I got married to him, I became loud, you know. I nagged, you know, and all that. But I, I kept telling him, I said, there's no smoke without fire. Because if if you're doing what you're supposed to do, trust me, I won't be nagging. True. That's correct. That's correct. Because you can't expect me to say, okay, this yes. is it, and I'm seeing this. I, I, I can't just sleep and wake up, then after laughing, just with you, the next thing I'll stand up and start shouting on you. No, was, it's, no, it's, no not, it's not possible. Oh, Except they, they need to take you to um, yes. so, so, I used to tell people, there's no smoke without fire. There's no fire without smoke, sorry. So, there's, you know, like that. You, you can't just be an angel and expect me to be a demon. It doesn't work like that. I can't be a demon and I want me to be an angel. It's not possible. Because... Even the devil was an, was an angel. So it's something that the, pushes The devil is still an angel. And God still loves him like that. So it's, you know, it's something that triggers something. So you don't just push everything to women. That women are trouble. Some women, nice women, does this. No. There's no how you'll be nice to a woman that she won't be nice to you. And there's no how you'll be nice to a man that he won't be nice to you. So I just felt something lit to something. And the misunderstanding was too much because we don't talk, we don't we don't iron out things. We, we, we just... You guys kept piling things up, piling things up. And I think in my own perspective from listening to you, that was what affected you most. Yes, yeah. The lack of communication yes. because the things were piling up and, and you, you exploded. Yeah, it's in your because I was... 
and he was getting worked every day. You became the angry black woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the angry, the angry black Ogoja woman. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, so I, I got tired. Okay. Wow. 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 Thank you very much for coming to share this with us. So, welcome. This is going to be and. Um, an exposure to us that is not married yet. Mm. Some of us that don't even want to marry, mm. and some of us that are preparing to get married. Like I said, marriage <laughs> is a beautiful thing. It's very it is, sweet, you know. It is. Being with someone, sleeping next to the person you love, waking up to the person you love, but yeah, people change, and I just, I just pray and hope for the young ones that whatsoever they want, they get it, and I hope and pray they don't change themselves so that it won't affect their marriage there's no point pretending because if someone wants to accept it versus able to accept you with everything, everything you yeah. know? so when you hide other things it start bringing out the real you and it's like giving you guys issues because me like i said she was a perfect pretender because trust me trust me trust me because after i got married to him i realized everything i knew about him was wrong for me to look at him in the eyes and tell him he's my greatest mistake that means he's bad so are you, are you are you are you still going to do this again another day? Yeah, sure. Like get married gonna, again. Ah, I'm gonna give love a chance. I love being loved, you know. <laughs> I know. Ah, I love to be loved, right? You know, because I'm ready to give it to yes. somebody that loves it. So I'm ready. I need to start all over again. I think that's why I need to. Start. I need to free my mind. Yeah, so definitely. I need to, yes, I need that. You need to so mentally, that, so, so that right. mentally, physically, emotionally, I'll be prepared to start all over again. I'm ready to give it a chance, you know. I'm ready to love again get married again have kids because the other one didn't produce anything so thank god that's why i said maybe maybe that's why i said thank god so it's 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 gonna happen yeah and trust me this time around i believe it's gonna happen of course because because i'm gonna put in my mistakes into consideration before taking another step because if i cannot take it then there's no point wasting another time making the same mistake all all over again Thank you very much for being here. And hi guys, you know, Vivian said love is a beautiful thing, marriage is a beautiful thing, but we have to be mentally prepared, we have to be physically prepared, we have to be emotionally prepared. Yeah. We have to know that we are being it's not all about the wedding, the flashy lights, the, the beautiful diamond, the white gown, the men in suit, yeah. the bridal train, the food, the wine, dance the and dance and everything. Yeah. It's there is more to that than yeah. than there is more to there's much more to marriage than the whole wedding stuff. So you have to be mentally prepared and you have to have you said what patience, patience right? Yeah. Your heart has to be as big Tolerant. as the ah. big as the ocean so you can receive have different departments <laughs> can receive shit. Everything. It's not everything you talk about. Yeah, true. And when you start talking too much, it becomes a problem. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, guys, this is the end. This is the end of today's episode, and you know the deal. Listen, subscribe, share with a friend, and give us feedback. What do you think about this episode? What do you think about marriage? What's your own perspective of marriage? Share it with us and let us know. And find us on Facebook at Abam Ogman and on Instagram at Abam at Abam underscore Ogman. I don't forget my Instagram handle <laughs> at Abam underscore Ogman. That's the Instagram handle. Send us a DM. Send us um, a comment, your own perspective, what you think is marriage. And do you have anyone around you who has been in that felt marriage situation? Just let us know. And don't forget, I'm still your host. Bam, oh, bye. Bye.